We're gonna help you avoid our top detailing mistakes. Yeah, mistakes that people make all the time, but make detailing not quite as fun. So no mistakes, a lot more fun. Ivan LaCroix. Nick. McGurk. That's the name. That's my last name. It's yeah. out there now, folks. Yeah, exactly. Um, we are the DIY Detail team, the founders of DIY Detail. And yeah, we just want to talk about some of the mistakes that especially beginning detailers are going to make, but pros do it too. Oh yeah, definitely. It, this isn't just for the do-it-yourselfers. But anyways, first mistake, washing in direct sunlight. Now, if you read the labels of most of these products on the market, they say don't wash in direct sunlight. And there's a reason for that. The sun is apparently a very powerful force. It is. You know, my my tour bus, I live in a tour bus. My tour bus is completely powered by solar. Not the motive force, but everything in it, the air conditioning, all that, all solar. So yes, the sun is a powerful force. That was very poetic the way I said that. Um, my five-year-old is like, one day the sun's gonna like burn up the planet and it's like billions of years from now, but yeah. that's pretty scary for him. Look, don't watch in direct sunlight. It's gonna be very difficult. Why shouldn't people watch in direct sunlight? So, I've experienced it, but you know. You so we're using chemicals. Uh, example, you're using soap. You've just come back from a beautiful drive. It's noon, it's sunny, you're in direct sunlight, you decide you wanna wash your car because it's a little dirty. When you spray that water on there, just to hose it off, well, it's a hot surface, direct sunlight, that water is going to dry almost instantly and cause water spots. And water spots are now difficult to get off the car. Explain water spots. What's happening with the minerals and, you know, if you've got a, a dark panel, the water spots are gonna be on such a warm surface compared to exactly. all black versus a white car. Exactly. So basically, that beautiful bead of water we're always trying to get, it holds minerals. Minerals are in the water naturally. That Those minerals, through capillary reaction, go to the outside of that bead of water and just hang on to that outside of the bead of water and then the water evaporates. Those minerals are now hot, paint is a plastic, they're digging into the plastic, creating the water spot that we all see and detest. So just don't do it in direct sunlight. Don't wash in direct sunlight. Are you a morning guy or an evening guy when it comes to a, a car wash? I'm a morning guy because I want to drive it that day. Ooh, and, I like that. And you know, the evening guy, great, but then you get dew on it overnight and mm. pollen and all sorts of stuff. No, wash it in the morning and then drive it all day. Sometimes people get these beautiful vehicles, their truck, they don't quite think about what's it gonna be like when I get it home. That's why I think DIY Detail's great because we have the product line to help you take care of your baby. But what I mean by that is I got a Tundra back in uh, 17 or 18 yeah. and I drove it home. I was so excited, you know, and then it wouldn't fit in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Like. I I didn't have a garage to fit it. So yeah. yeah, if you're gonna wash it in the morning, then you can drive it that day, which, yeah. I, which I like. Um, now, another pro washing tip that everyone should know, start with the top, work your way down. That was your mistake. You forgot about, no. I yeah, don't, yeah, okay. see. <laughs> wash top to bottom. Yeah, wash top to bottom. Your car is the dirtiest, the dirtiest place in your car is generally the bottom of the back bumper. So top down, front back. And that's just gonna avoid taking the heavy, grimy dirt and spreading it on the rest of the vehicle. Yeah, and I did a video about how to wash your car in direct sunlight without getting water spots, and I explained that, we'll link it up above, but I explained how all, especially on a rinseless wash, yeah. I'll either use a separate towel for the lower panels, the front bumper, the back bumper, yeah. um, or I'll use my regular wash mitt, which I'm gonna clean thoroughly afterwards, 
but I'll do it last. Yeah. So especially with the rinse as wash, do those areas last. Right. That's more of a strategic move when you're not using a hose, but in general, yeah, working top to bottom. Yeah, exactly. Um, how about cleaning wheels? First or last, just in the spirit of a top to bottom. I know I'm kind of going off the yeah. rails here. Well, cleaning wheels, first of all, they're one of the nastiest parts of the car. And if you're using a hose, if you're using a pressure washer, you want to do them first. That way, example, I like foaming on an APC. So I foam on our APC onto the wheels. All purpose tires. cleaner. All purpose cleaner. All yeah. clean. Yeah, all clean. So I'm putting all clean through an IK foamer. Just beautiful synergy there. They work well together. Anyways, the IK foamer, foam it on, and every time a bubble bursts, you're putting new, fresh, all clean on the surface. So it's like spraying it on, but 150 times. Then I'll pressure wash my wheels and the rest of the body at the same time. So I'm only having to drag out the pressure washer once. It's not a big deal. <clears throat> and at the same time, that extra crud and dirt that are on the wheels, I'm not going to be spreading it to the rest of the car. Cross off the list. Yeah. Uh, avoiding detailing mistakes. I think that I want to talk with you right. about having fun. Yeah. Having fun is the most important part of detailing. Uh, it, <clears throat> oh, throw problems this morning. Anyways. Anyways uh, top detailing mistake is to, to honestly stay hydrated, especially for the pros out there. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you gotta stay hydrated. But yeah. anyway, it's a whole other story. It's not a hydration issue. But nonetheless, <laughs> in my case today. That being said, have fun while you're detailing. It's not a chore. It's not something that's difficult to do. It's not something you should look to detail. Oh, I have to detail my car. Oh no, no, it should be. Hey, great, I get to detail my car. Yeah, you have to beg for that time from your wife or your partner to yeah. Give me just give me a half hour, honey. Like you know, I, I, I want I want to detail my car. Yeah. All right. Um, improper towel use. So improper towel use. There's a lot of things that you can do well with a towel. And there's a lot of things you can do badly with your towels. First of all, have the right towel for the job. You know, the all-purpose towel that you can buy at the big box store. They're great for doing interiors, things like that, but they're not good at drying your paint. They're not good at leveling a ceramic coating. No, they're not. And you don't want to use a towel on the on the rim face and then wipe off your ceramic gloss product with the same towel. No, it's exactly. Just, some certain, certain towels for certain jobs. Right. And, you know, having a good dedicated drying towel, like a twist loop towel, they're fabulous. And... But you won't use that on your wheels and tires. You won't use it on the interior. You won't use it for your door jams. Just keep it clean, keep it safe, and you know, invest in good towels. I like to keep things simple. Kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Um, thinking about the DIYer out there, would you wash your crud towels different than your really nice towels? Because I would take like my interior wheel, kind of all-purpose grimy towels, and I would wash them separately, and then my... Quite nice, expensive, plush towels I tended to wash separately. They got the royal treatment. Yeah, um, that's a good plan. It's a good plan. Yeah. Because you usually tell me not to overthink stuff. Well, no. And that's another mistake. <laughs> you know, nice segue there. Uh, that's another mistake. People tend to overthink stuff. It's not difficult. It's not rocket science. We're not doing open heart surgery here. We're cleaning a car. And make it fun. Make it easy. And don't get caught up in the hype and all the, you know, the very minutiae of it. You mm. can if you want to. But, I mean, 
that takes away from the fun of it. And it takes a lot of time to do that. I guess it's like life. You can make it what you want to make it. Right. Like Ivan, there's nobody better, I think, in the industry of detailing at keeping it simple and helping people have fun, work efficiently. Just like there's so much marketing baloney out there yeah. that nobody knows what to buy. Right. And that was part of why, like, let's found a company where we have pro-grade products that are easy to use, they're safe, and they're going to work so well that it's like, just have fun. Yeah. You know, so, that probably sounded like a spiel, but it's like, we're here, this is our lives, we're here doing this because we thought there is an industry niche here where people are not getting these needs met. And we're yeah. like, let's let's meet that need. Yeah. You know, another YouTuber that we both know quite well, Pan the Organizer, you go on his channel and you'll see that my wife and I actually detailed his car. So he bought a new Porsche, we're the ones that detailed it because he was a little too nervous about polishing his own car. But nonetheless, one of the things I did is I pulled out a wheel and body brush. So it's a nylon tipped, or flag tip nylon brush that is super safe on paint. You'd be amazed at the number of comments people saying, I wouldn't let that guy use a brush on my paint. Not every brush is created equal. And that's part of the problems with detailing. Or things like, well, I wear rings and a watch. And you know, other comments on his channel were, I wouldn't let someone detail my car wearing rings and a watch. I've been detailing for over 40 years and I've never scratched a car with my watch, my rings, or my belt for that matter. So yes, you'll see a lot of the, you know, the internet hype of people that have read something and they just keep propagating that same thing. Like I'll never use a brush. Well, don't use any brush. I wouldn't use a toothbrush on a car and I wouldn't use the wheel and body brush to brush my teeth. There are a lot of different brushes out there. So uh, things like that. So don't, give into the hype. You know, Jason Kilmer, when I started my own YouTube channel, Hawk Pro Detailing back in the day, I interviewed him about what would you recommend for someone just starting out? And if you don't know Jason Kilmer, he's one of the legends in the industry when it comes Definitely. to deep sanding removal. He talks about sand to improve, not remove. But for you guys who are scared out there, yes, sandpaper on cars for the reduction of the appearance of scratches. It gets yeah. very intense and down the rabbit hole. But he said, Find a product line and find a mentor and just stick with it. And so yeah. I would encourage you out there. There's a lot of hype. There's a lot of noise out there. This guy, having detailed for more than 40 years, if you see my YouTube channel, people know I'm about the details and like I get a little over my head, but it's high quality products and I'm all about the process. So yeah, if you like our voices, you know, like stick with people that you trust and exactly. try not to get lost in the noise. Yeah. You know, so pick your people if that's something you're into. Yeah. And, you know, another thing that makes detailing not fun is not doing it often enough. What? Yeah. So if you maintain your vehicle on a regular basis, it's not going to be a disaster detail where we're going in and this car hasn't been cleaned in 26 years. Mouse droppings. Yeah, it's a five-year-old car. But nonetheless, uh, <laughs> you know, it's never been washed. Well, if you wash a car on a regular basis, first of all, it's going to be a lot faster to do. It's going to be easier to do. And you're going to enjoy your car so much more. Oh, I just had an idea for a podcast. What is paint? What happens if you don't wash it over time? Why does a wax or a sealant or a ceramic coating matter for the pores of that paint? We have all seen someone with a, a three, four-year-old car. Yeah. And they're literally, I have a Subaru. so They're a Subaru owner. They don't <laughs> care about what their car looks like. Yeah. They might care about the interior. But you can just see the paint is going downhill fast. Yeah. Exactly. And speaking of that, what he just mentioned, podcasts, 
If you have any ideas and suggestions and things you'd like to hear about our podcast or from our podcast, leave us a comment down below. Not detailing often enough, though. Do 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 that. I'm, I'm going to read them. We'll respond to you. Yeah. But there is something to be said for you cannot take back time. Like, let's say you have an injury that you're you're working out or doing sports and, like, you don't get it treated. Like, there comes a point where you may not be able to take it back to square one. You might have to just deal with it. So, yeah. like, certain leather or vinyl inside of your vehicle, if, if you let it get too worn down or don't take care of it, exactly. it could get damaged by the sun. Yeah. And, you know your paint is the same thing and paint is actually the most expensive part of the vehicle it's cheaper to replace the engine than it is to repaint the car for you know when we're talking a good oem quality paint job you can go to some franchise places where they'll do it for 999 dollars, but you get what you pay for yeah uh, but you know a good quality paint job is in the thousands of dollars multiple thousands and it's still never as good as the factory paint. So maintain that factory paint. Keep it as clean as possible all the time and protect it with ceramic coating. Absolutely. Uh, it makes it so much easier to clean. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm growing up. I'm no longer a boy. I think I'm a man now. And I figured, okay, as a man, I need to learn how to cook, right? So I'm watching these YouTube videos on how to cook. And there was this one video that had hundreds of thousands of views. And he mentioned one thing, which I will not be able to pronounce. So mise en place. I wrote it down, mise en place, which, which my take was everything has a place. Exactly. So when you're preparing to detail your vehicle, if you have all your products set out, necessarily in order, but have all your products set out so they're easy to get to, they're easy to you know use, et cetera, et cetera. If, you have, if you're doing your detailing in your man cave, you can have a nice shelf, everything laid out perfectly on it, in order of how you're gonna be using it, and I'm I'm seeing the DI I'm yeah. seeing the DIY detail logo. Yeah, exactly. In succession. Yeah, like like our shirts. Oh. But nonetheless, yeah. But having everything laid out ready to go makes it a lot more fun because if you're having to oh where did I put this and oh where where was that thing and yeah I have to you know you're in the middle of the detail we're telling you not to wash in direct sunlight and to dry it before the water spots dry. But now you're hunting for your drying towel because you've misplaced it. Yep. Have everything ready to go before you start your detail. It's going to make it a lot more fun. Yeah, and he obviously mise en place or mise en place. Mise en place. Uh, <laughs> you're from Canada. I'm French. So, yes. Yes, indeed. Um, but he mentioned, you know, in the kitchen, that's a big deal. And he yes. would say when he's training these cooks, every time they would walk a certain place, one efficiency tip was, make sure that whatever you're doing, you don't make a trip with your feet without having something in your, like, so I'm at the sink, right? And I don't right. just go over to the stove just to grab a pot. If I'm doing that and I move my body, maybe I'm putting something away or I'm grabbing this up. Every movement has a purpose. Yeah. Can you talk about in detailing how to make that work? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So in, de in professional detailing, efficiency breeds quality. The more efficient you are, the higher the quality you're gonna get in terms of results. And detailing at home is the same thing. The more efficient you are, the better quality. And having a standard operating procedure, now in business, standard operating procedures are everywhere. And you're thinking, well, I'm just detailing, I'm having fun in my driveway. Yes, you are, you're having fun in your driveway, you're having fun in your garage. But if you have somewhat of a standard operating procedure in place, what it's gonna do is help you avoid mistakes. It's gonna help you avoid that missed spot or two or three uh, it's going to help you avoid all of that. And like I mentioned before, doing it more often, same thing. The more often you clean your car, the less 
intense it is to clean, the easier it is to clean, and the more fun it is to clean. I was going to mention, you have the standard operating procedure, and then there are times when you have to deviate. You drove through a construction zone. Exactly. And then the tar kicks up on your vehicle. But I was just thinking about that. If you keep up on your vehicle, and you're using a product like ceramic gloss for that right. great protection between washes, or, or you get a ceramic, or quick beads, right? Or you get a ceramic coating on your vehicle, it's going to be easier to wash that tar off. But the sooner you do it, the better. So how do you have the dance between the standard operating procedure and the time when that's not gonna work because you have the tar on your paint or or you did let it go too long and there's a bug gut dropping or just something comes up that's out of the standard operating procedure. How, How do you navigate? Kids? Five and six? Right. So do you have a standard operating procedure for supper time? I should. And does it ever work out? No. 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 So you're able to adapt. You're a human being. It's one of our- Is that know, called common sense? Yeah, Intuition? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's pretty much one of our traits as humans, <laughs> yeah, being okay. able to adapt to our environment. All right. And you know, when you have kids, we adapt to our kids. Trust me. Uh, we, you, know, you try to corral the kids, you know, but eh, there's always little variances here and there. Like some days they like peanut butter and the next day, no, I never had peanut butter in my life. I don't like peanut butter. And I bought the peanut butter and now you're not gonna eat it. Come on, man. Yeah. You said you liked salami and now you're saying you don't like the salami. What am I gonna do with the salami? I don't like salami, but I can handle it. I'm there you go. go. Um, are we talking about detailing still? Yeah, well, right. actually, you know, we don't want these podcasts to last too long. We want you to keep you interest, interested. We want you to subscribe. And we'd love it if you gave us a comment. So with that, I think we're gonna call this one done. I'm really excited. We are at DIY Detail Headquarters. We have a number of videos we're going to shoot today. Yep. The DIY Detail Garage, the DIY Man Cave is all set up. And uh, I don't know. I had a dream the other night. I'll just end it on this. Yes. Um, where so, I woke up in the middle of the dream in REM sleep. And I was like, that was such a pleasant dream. And I was washing a car. Yeah. I was having an amazing dream about washing a car. And if you know what it is to love detailing. I hope you've had those dreams as well. Yeah. Uh, so just know that we love this stuff. Exactly. And have fun. We'll see you in the next one.